Hello, my friends. Welcome back to Jules Loves Me. Today's episode is the second part of our two-part series called To Remember with Jesse Powers. We're talking about kids, the world of big feelings, and I share a big announcement and I ask Jesse for her advice. So you definitely want to tune in and hear the rest of this amazing conversation. Hey there, Jules here, and welcome to Jules Loves Me, the podcast. My life is a surrender experiment where I choose faith over fear to follow my intuition. And it has all led me here to share wholehearted stories about what I've learned along the way. So take a nice deep breath, settle in, and remember, the light in me loves the light in you. Now let the elevation of your soul's experience begin. You know, you were talking about language earlier and... um, Brene Brown has given me so much language to be able to, you know, just understand what I'm feeling and, you know, the boundaries side of it. She says that you want to be dependable and kind, but you don't want to turn into a caregiver. And so being able to have that as an idea of for you know how you want to care for people and love people it's like you don't always have to take care of them and enable them in order to prove your love you can be dependable and still kind and still stand firmly on your truth because that's also sturdy leadership you know we mm-hmm. know this as being parents to small kids you know it's like we have to be able to be solid in who we are and how we feel in order for them to know that they're safe Yes. And that they're taken care of. So it's been it's been such an experience to, to see that in in the little ones and also in our uh, adult life with our adult friends. And I know that's something we share is a passion for kids. So oh tell God, me yes. about that. Oh my gosh, I love kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Every time I see a baby, I just get all gushy inside. No, I so I've worked with kids most of my life. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, so I worked as a, I guess you could call it a line therapist is what my official role was for a, uh, an organization that did uh, in-home visits for kids with autism. And so I did like tutoring for kids with autism. I, that was par- a part-time job of mine in college. And then I worked here in Columbus at the Children's Theater and got to do plays for kids and go to their schools. And and then my day job for the past five years uh, before I went full-time in music was being a nanny, a full-time nanny. So I got to like see kids from, you know, all the all different developmental stages. I was close to two different families, really close to two different families. And uh, I was really blessed to work with babies. They I started with them at six months and now they're four so watching them develop and and being able to do exactly what you're talking about is like put like learn how to be the center of of calm and and safety for those kids emotionally you know like what a that's like a crash course (laughs) having kids enjoying that you know those yeah. parents were blessed to have you around their kids. I was just, I'm waiting for her to finish so I could be like, I'm so grateful for all of the children's lives that you got to be a part of. And Aww. I know that those families, what a blessing that you were, and I'm sure continued to be to them. So that Aww. is major. Oh, that's Thanks. beautiful. I'm so I mean, that's glad. one of the that's one of the things that's tough about being a parent. If you want to, you know, have somebody take care of your kids, it's like, well, what are their beliefs? Like, what are they going to talk to my kids about? Are they going right. to let my kids know that they're not enough, you know, to... Well, do they like themselves? Yeah, yeah, we there's so there, much. There's right? like little, <laughs> right? just little, little, little energy. 
energy things are tough for kids to digest when they don't understand yeah. them. Are they a safe space for right. for kids to be around? So yeah, that's such a such an interesting way to look at it. And um, you know, with emotional regulation and emotional intelligence, that can start right away. I mean, it's there yes. there are studies that show that talking um, about emotional regulation and um, intelligence to babies, like just in the tone, they really pick mm -hmm. it up and they show that this helps them to learn regulation um, as they continue to develop. And so it's so important. And it's something that I think we feel like, oh, you have to be at a certain age to really comprehend it. But the thing is, is if I'm speaking angrily to you, you're going to know it. And yeah. if I'm safe and there's nothing, no um, danger within me, you know, as far as the tone, you're going to know that I'm safe. So, you know, that stuff is really important. You know, our seven-year-old son and I wrote a book together and um, it's called You Are the Sky. And it's just about that you are not your feelings and you're not... Mm. Um, you're not those emotions. They, they are in you, but they also need to move through you. So um, this was our way of learning how important that lesson is, you know, is through yes. story. And so this is a big uh, thing for us. And we're actually going to follow in your footsteps and do a crowdfunding campaign um, coming up in November. So we want to self-publish uh, Julie and oh. I's book. Oh my gosh, Yay. that's so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, thank you for your excitement. Really, really excited about it. Um, this book, we've been reading it, doing story time over FaceTime with friends. And you know, it's just mm -hmm. been such a beautiful experience. And we want this book to, it's the first of many, because we already have more ideas on it, but we want this book to be in the hands of the kids who need it and also to be reminded that they're loved and reminded that people out there also understand them and see them. The kind that's only getting better. Young love shines in any kind of weather. Young love. The kind that's only getting better. Young love shines in any kind of weather. I would love if you have any tips or anything, uh, you know, any support you can share with me on going through that process. Cause your, your fundraiser was a huge one and you and were successful. Yeah. <laughs> It was a nail biter, yeah. And wait, wait, wait. <laughs> we have to celebrate. Yay! Insert applause. So what was it like going through it? Because it was a nail biter. We were oh we were gosh. like watching with it. We were like, what happened? Went to bed, wake up. What happened? Where's it at now? So <laughs> yeah, it was definitely uh, it was definitely nerve wracking and stressful at the beginning, much more than the end. Because I think at the beginning, it, I really went on an emotional journey and learned a lot from that experience. Um, because, you know, you, you set your intention and, and I, I set out to be like, I'm confident about this. I'm manifesting this. It's going to happen. 
And I don't know what I'm going to learn along the way, but I know it's going to happen, you know, and you have this confidence about, you know, the intention that you've set and and the manifestation and the universe is going to carry it through. And then for me, about halfway through, I was like, this is a test of faith now. And (laughs) I am absolutely terrified. It was about halfway through and I had, I mean, my goal was 24,000. 20, 24,700 or something. I don't remember the number. 24,000. And by like my campaign was three weeks long and, you know, 10 days in, I had like $9,000. And I was like, this is going to fail. And it was really interesting for me because it came, that fundraiser came on the heels of a really rough time for me. And that rough time for me was a public thing because I made it public um, somewhat. You know, I didn't disclose a ton of detail about what was going on, but I just made it, you know, very obvious that I was having a really hard time and, you know, had been um, just feeling a lot of shame and a lot of guilt and a lot of um, frustration. And so to have then this setup, which I then again chose to do publicly, right? Like, to have this, I don't know, risk just out there for the world to see, knowing that everyone just saw me go through this really tough time, put me in a super uncomfortable spot because I hate the idea that anyone would pity me. I do not like that idea at all. And so to be in the middle of this fundraiser and to then feel like I was going to fail in front of everybody's eyes <laughs> immediately stirred up that fear for me. But what it really did was push me very close to myself because I realized exactly how much I had become attached to what people thought of me. I've been dragging my feet again. Can't seem to get my mind on the right track. It's been a couple of months now and I keep hoping I'll get that high back. Working through that and, you know, just staying with myself through the fear of humiliation and embarrassment and all that stuff and failure, I kind of came to a place of peace about it, which I think energetically allowed what happened to happen because I let go of attachments and I was no longer investing my self-worth in what what happened. And by the end of it, it was like people were just coming in out of nowhere, like people that I haven't talked to in like 10 years were like, oh, here's $2,000 for your project. Someone that I don't even know that like just found me on Google gave me $1,000, you know, like just amazing magic. Um, As soon as I could center myself in a space of real confidence and love and not just this sort of shaky, you know, wavering confidence and faith. You can only change I trust, I yeah, trust. Exactly. And then you're like, uh, uh, so yeah. is somebody else going to join in? You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, but just, yeah. right, you got pushed into that and you had mm-hmm. already been practicing that. Mm-hmm. So that, mm-hmm. what, a, what a next level 
I don't like the word test, but opportunity challenge for yeah. you to yeah. be able to to right rise to that challenge and go. All right. Yeah. Well, if even if the money doesn't come through, I will at least be at a better place within myself, a better understanding of who I am and what I'm capable of. Hey, you, are you enjoying this episode? Well, if you are, may I suggest hitting share to send this goodness with your circle of loved ones? Not sure how to share it? Well, most listening platforms have a share button in the bottom right-hand corner, or you can text a screenshot. Word of mouth is one of the most impactful ways you can help us to grow our show. And remember y'all, sharing is caring. So please hit subscribe if you haven't already before the show ends. Okay, let's get back to it. But you know, I just think also it's like, there's that, there's the energetic aspect of it. And then there's the practical aspect of it, which is just to keep on talking about it. Like, don't be afraid to be annoying. I sent out so many mailing list emails. It was ridiculous. And I know I annoyed the crap out of people because at the end of the campaign, I had lost like 12 subscribers or something. So a bunch of people unsubscribed from me. But um, but yeah, just like getting the 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 gusto to just be like, this is important for the world to see. And I am forcing you to see that it's important. Please agree with me. <laughs> Please agree with me. Please agree. And open your wallet. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So I appreciate that, Jesse. Appreciate that. You hear everybody listening. You hear Jesse said, I can email you and annoy you. I'm just kidding. I'm actually very <laughs> mindful about it. <laughs> but this is important because that's the thing. It's like with everything happening in the world, um, the kids, these kids yes. have not only do, do we all have giant feelings, then most of us don't know what to do with. But the kids then have the parents who don't know what to do with their feelings. Mm -hmm. And so when I talk to parents, they're like, I don't know. I, I don't have authority anymore because I'm not setting a good example mm -hmm. and I'm lost and wavering in what I should do and how I should do things. And so mm -hmm. understanding how I can be helpful in that situation mm -hmm. has been giving me that fire. You you were talking about the age earlier. Somebody was about the the age of when we actually talk about these things and when we learn these things. And I'm pretty sure in our society, we haven't figured out what that age is. You know, like some people, you know, like you, you were in your 20s and you decided to try to, you know, emotionally mature. Yeah. Uh, I was I was in my late 20s or early 30s, you know, but there's no there's no class that's taught in high school or in elementary school or in any school that you go to that teaches you, you know, the most important thing of when somebody pushes you that you don't necessarily push back. Nothing I could ever say will resonate the same way that this love does in me. Inhale, exhale, breathe. That's interesting that you're saying that because when I was conducting all these different interviews, um, you know, speaking to social workers and teachers and parents, um, just figuring out like, what's the need of these kids right now? Mm -hmm. And I, and I asked about emotional regulation. Do you, do you, is this taught? Do you, you know, what are resources around it? And they're like, almost across the board, everyone said, oh no, the kid has to get in trouble. And then they get put in a special class mm. where then they have videos 
about emotional regulation. And I was like, what? So this isn't just standard for everybody? No, right. no. Oh, no. And then it's, you know, looked down upon of like the one parent I spoke to. She's also a social worker. She said, and my kid had to go into one of those classes. And I thought, oh, man. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's a great thing, by the way, that your kid got put in that class because now he has greater tools. And she's like, yeah, yeah. she said just the initial of we're going to do, we're going to have to go this route. She said, because this is just the way it's set up, you know, stigma. and in the system, right. Yeah. In the system, the stigma exists. And so I was so appreciative that she was so honest with me on that because it mm -hmm. really helped me understand the needs of not only the professionals working with these kids, but also the parents. And sometimes they're both, yeah. you know, yeah. so that support is really what Josh and I are, are wanting to put out there is, not only a safe space, but also resources. So when you get in the safe space, you can learn some things and feel supported and feel loved and feel that you're not alone. Somewhere in the beat of your heart, there I am. Somewhere underneath all the war-torn believing, there you have always. Yes, it is my philosophy right now, like, your self-worth is not up for grabs. Like, it's not at stake. And anytime I feel that my self-worth is involved in something, like a success or a failure or whatever, I immediately am like, okay, I can't think that way because it's throwing off the whole manifestational energy of it. It's throwing off my peace, which is the most important thing. And as soon as I let go of that expectation and let go of that attachment to, oh, this is my identity and this is, this is going to say something about who I am, or what I'm worth, boom, manifestation. It happens. And it's better than I could have ever imagined. I mean, always. Always. Isn't that amazing? Always. Yeah. I know. It's I know. Crazy. Our one job, our one job is to remember that our job yeah. is to just stay open. Like, yes. that's it. That's it. Like, that's as soon as your happy. heart wants oh. to close up and get tight, breathe through it, forgive yes. yourself. Inhale. Goodness. We could talk to her all day. She's like the best. <laughs> it is so amazing because we've been loving your music for so long and oh, just, thanks. you know, just really appreciative of who you are as a person and the light that you bring into this world. So to get to have this conversation and get to dig into, you know, your background a little bit is is yeah. such a blessing to us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So I want to know, um, where would you like us to follow you? Like, where is your your main spot where people can connect with you? Uh, yeah, so if you just want to keep up with me sort of regularly about like where I'm at, what I'm doing, what I'm thinking, that's on Instagram. So that's at Jesse Powers Music and that's J-E-S-S-E. -S -S -E. There's no I in it, Jesse Powers Music. Um, and then any events and live streams and stuff like that all gets posted on my Facebook. So that's facebook.com slash Jesse Powers Music. And uh, 
Yeah, that's pretty much it. You can stream my stuff on Amazon, Spotify, Apple Music, everything, basically. And then if you're interested in downloading, supporting, buying CDs or vinyls, um, my merch shop is going to come hopefully by the end of the year. Um, That's on my website, jessiepowersmusic.com. So that is so exciting. And we'll have the links to everything that you've mentioned in the show notes. And I just have to say, I loved your music before To Remember came out. And now I'm just like next level with it. I love it so much. We, we've you. got it. Um, I brought it in from the car because I want to listen in the house because I can't wait for the vinyl to come in. You know, we're big record folks. Yeah, up we in got everything on vinyl around here. And uh, oh, so yeah. the kids are really excited about that too. So, you know, we're our little our little uh, baby prophets around here. We're, yeah. we, you know, we want to make sure we plant those seeds yeah. of all the goodness with, with music, especially. So, um, and I'm going to plug myself that I would love to, uh, I would love to jam with you sometime. I'm a sax player. I don't know if you know that. Oh, um, shut up. I really, really? I enjoyed all. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed all the horns on your, um, on your album. Um, and, uh, what is the one that is, I think it is blow my mind. Is it blow my mind where you have, um, no, sax is on, uh, no, alpaca socks. Alpaca socks. Alpaca you have yeah. a sax player and he was totally like. I was like, a sax player she got, some, she got some horn up in there. I hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, thank you so much for being with us today. We're so grateful for your time, your energy, your love, all that you bring to this world. And we know that this will not be the last time that we chat with you. Mm. It's on my vision board manifestation list to have you not only working with us in the future, but here in the hopeful house. So oh events gosh. to come. Yes, to come. I can't wait and for that. And then we jam out with the sax and I'll just yes. be like dancing for y'all. You know, I don't play anything. I have a bass guitar back there, but it hasn't gotten any action in a long time. But I'm just saying I'll be dancing for y'all. I'll I just like be it. like cheering <laughs> you on. <laughs> cool. I can't wait for that. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This has been such an awesome conversation. I love talking to you guys. So this is great. Thank you so much. What a conversation. Wow. And can y'all believe Julian and I are going to publish our book? Yee! We need your help. So please help to bring our children's book, You Are the Sky, to life by supporting our GoFundMe page or visiting juleslovesme slash GoFundMe. That's J-U-L-E-S-L-O-V-E-S dot M-E slash GoFundMe. Special thanks to Jessie for sharing her story, her heart, music, and all of her power with us. The music featured on this series showcases Jessie's second full-length album and her first fully orchestrated studio recording to remember. It's available now on Spotify, Pandora, YouTube Music, 
Bandcamp, Amazon Music, and Apple Music. So please go download it now. And for booking inquiries, you can contact Jessie via her website, www.jessiepowersmusic.com. You can also find Jessie under social media handle Jesse Powers Music on Facebook and Instagram. And make sure to subscribe to our show if you haven't already. And please share this episode with your favorite people. Till next time. You've been listening to Jules Loves Me, the podcast. If you feel uplifted and inspired and seen, I invite you to join us in the Miracle Lab, where we expand these conversations into spiritual teachings. Do you need a mentor or an accountability partner? Come to the lab and let's support each other while we experiment with miracles and grow together. Visit www.themiraclelab.org. Special thanks to my co-host Josh, who's also on production and sound design. And a big thank you to you for listening. Send me a text and let me know what landed. 229-206-9280. I'm your host Jules, and remember, the light in me loves the light in you. I'll see you in the lab.